Hello and welcome back to Navigating the Human Experience. I am your host, Aloe Maku. Where we're going to head on this little journey today is into grace. Grace of the great Mother Spirit that surrounds us, that encompasses us. It is always available to remind us that we are divine, that you possess a unique and critical spark of the creation that is deeply needed, deeply needed at this time, deeply needed on this planet, deeply needed in the entire cosmos. But to get to the conversation or the invocation of, of the remembrance of grace, it's important to discuss what it means to know thyself. For only through deeply knowing ourselves can we develop that deep relationship with the totality, with the creator. The knowing of the self and the ensuing ability to create, to co-create this relationship with the mother is what gives us the resilience to navigate in these troubling times. These times have given us many opportunities for conflict. The recognition and experience of outer conflicts, conflicts that are happening out there in the world, but also conflicts that are happening in our own relationships, and ultimately all related to conflicts that are happening within ourselves, which are a representation of the inner conflict of the collective. I want to share a piece from Jiju Krishnamurti. This is from his book called Freedom from the Known, page 63. You may think there is no waste of energy if you imitate, if you accept authority, if you depend on the priest, the ritual, the dogma, the party, or on some ideology. But the following and acceptance of an ideology, whether it is good or bad, whether it is holy or unholy, is a fragmentary activity and therefore a cause of conflict. And conflict will inevitably arise so long as there is a division between what should be and what is. And any conflict is a dissipation of energy. So in this understanding of energy, it comes down to how we use the life force, how we use the breath. And as we see people being tortured, forced to 
cut themselves off from one another, suffering from illnesses that affect our breath, suffocating, masked. We see that what is being represented in the collective is this separation between the inner and the outer, the breath, the breath of life, the breath of creation, the breath of Brahma, as we spoke about in a previous episode. It's that direct experience of the inside matching and merging with the outside. When you breathe in, you inhale that which is outside of you into you, and then you share that back with the exhale from the inward to the outer. And this is an expression of our spirit. The breath is the channel through which our spirit and our body interface. And so conflict, comparison, leads to a dissipation of energy, leads to a disconnection between thyself and thy outer being. He continues, he says, if you put the question to yourself, how am I to be free from conflict? You are creating another problem, and hence you are increasing conflict. Whereas if you just see it as a fact, see it as you would see some concrete object, clearly, directly, then you'll understand, essentially, the truth of a life in which there is no conflict at all. So what's he saying here? By even asking the question to yourself, how am I to be free from conflict? You're essentially affirming the existence of conflict. And we can see this happening very clearly in the world right now. But to simply see what is, to see that every expression that is happening, every human being that is breathing, living, learning, walking, talking, expressing, is a unit of energy. And that energy requires an intent for it to be directed. If we don't hold on to the steering wheel of our own lives, then something else moves the vehicle. If we don't hold solid to an intent that we want to direct this energy towards something that is meaningful, something balanced, something reciprocal, as the breath is, in co-relationship with what has been gifted to us, what has been created on our behalf. So if we don't recognize the power and the value of ourselves, then we have no way of relating to this glorious creation because we're actually being related to it through 
some other force that takes over. He continues in this section, let us put it another way. We are always comparing what we are with what we should be. This should be is a projection of what we think we ought to be. Contradiction exists when there is comparison, not only with something or somebody, but with what you were yesterday, and hence there is conflict between what has been and what is. There is what is only when there is no comparison at all, and to live with what is is to be peaceful. Then you can give your whole attention without any distraction to what is within yourself. Whether it be despair, ugliness, brutality, feel, fear, anxiety, loneliness, and live with it completely, then there is no contradiction and hence no conflict. Whatever it is that we are experiencing in this time, it is the totality of our truth, of our understanding. It can possess us. We can become completely subservient to it on every level. And yet still, even if it's intense emotions or fear or pain, like he says, still, if the spirit, the, the self that we are remembering, if that spirit is present, and not only witnessing, but also active, participating by generating and focusing, then anything can be navigated through, even these unbelievably crazy times that we're in right now. So in the next paragraph he says, but all the time we are comparing ourselves with those who are richer or more brilliant more intellectual, more affectionate, more famous, more this and more that. The more plays an extraordinarily important part in our lives. This measuring ourselves all the time against something or someone is one of the primary causes of conflict. The grace of the mother requires no conflict. There's no conflict between a child and the mother when it comes to experiencing love. Love requires no conversation, no dialogue, no debate or argument. In fact, love is the very structure of our reality. Without love, we cannot see, we cannot feel, we cannot know. So the mother is always this ever-present blanket, this connecting force through which all energies are moving and flowing. In the same way that you know, all the cars on the road are interacting with one another on, on the same path. 
You can't just start driving off into the woods. You have to stay on the on the pavement. In this glorious universe, we're always within the creation. In fact, my, my five-year-old son just the other day said it. He said, you can never be outside the mother, the great mother, the great creator, mother and father, the one source that is represented as a divine creative parents that birthed us through that spark of creation required in the form of the dual energies. So my friends, we find ourselves in a time where there is so much conflict, so much confusion, so much doubt and fear and separation. And I could sit here and talk about the, the political stage, the cultural problems, the racism, the disagreements around how to organize ourselves. But then I realized that if we have grace in our heart, if we have the experiences that our soul is here to experience, the moments of being touched by the glorious creation, and that fuels into us a recognition of wanting to stand and be solid within ourselves to live with the wholeness, to live with the truth that is wanting to pour out from our heart. There's no way to walk forward without the resilient, energetic framework that is structured by an experience of oneself experience of oneself being woven into the tapestry of life. You cannot take that away. You cannot mimic that artificially. So all the sadness and conflict and fear and confusion I see right now, at least as I'm looking at it from this angle, is a product of us not having given ourselves the chance experience life in the fullness that it's capable of being experienced as. And I say this at the risk of people saying to me, well, it's a, you know, it's a privilege to be able to have a spiritual practice. So many people out there are suffering. But I still say it nonetheless. Because no matter who you are, nothing can ever take away the great privilege of being a human spirit. And a human spirit always has the capacity to more directly experience itself, himself, herself, thyself. So we return to knowing thyself know that we have a capacity to perceive ourselves as we really are, identifying our unique manifestations 
and also our distortions, our receptivity to fear, to lies, to greed, to missing things because they are being disguised, missing the truth behind things, but also our immense potential for perception, for spiritual vision, for consciousness, and return again inward to this vital energy which shows up at times as our passion, as our wisdom, as grace that is both within and about. Give your spirit a chance. Find ways more and more to be both at peace with what is, but also determined to fulfill the part that is needed from your unique energy. It's not about destroying desire or suppressing, but recognizing that if you are in a state of contradiction from that early original agitation, see what is even more ancient, more natural, more pure, deeply within yourself and return to the grace in the center. There is grace in the center of the heart. That grace is a guidepost to see and feel and know the luminous radiance from which you came, from which you are part of, and from which you are. That which you are holds an immense amount of what we'll call atomic energy like the energy in the very center of the sun. Unbelievable, unquestionable, unfathomable energy. The sun is reflecting and even commanding to us to remember that inside each of us is that same original spark of energy. And there's a path being led both in yourself and for our entire collective humanity to reconnect with that original energy. Right now we're getting slammed from many different angles, but walk the tightrope down the center. Your spirit has the power to do that. Stay with it, stay focused, stay connected. You're not alone. This is the time that we are preparing ourselves for, we have been preparing ourselves for. I am with you. We can do this. My deepest and most humble love and respect. Thank you. And I'd like to just take a moment here to offer my deepest gratitudes to Laura, Tony, Lynn and Elliot, Kareen, Yeye, and Varsha for your exceptional support and patronage. And if you would like to check out patreon.com slash the human experience, you can support this work and these messages getting out there. Thank you so much.